your feet. How do you do it? Getting back on your feet. Let's talk about it. Amen. How do you get back on your feet when you've been knocked down, when life has just thrown you a, a curve or whatever? Happens all the time. Let's check it out. As we study the Bible, there's isn't just Gary talk and just some, you know, some positive stuff up here, which I want to be positive, but I want to go to the Scriptures. What do we got, man? Look at that, from fear to faith. I was at the jetties up in Venice the other day. It wasn't like that, but boy, many times it is. When those waves get high and those winds start rolling in and the big high tides, I'm telling you what, you can't even see the jetty out there hardly when you're standing on it. Amen? What do you do from fear to faith when you can't see how to get to the other side? When it looks like you're going to drown, what you going to do? Amen? Let's talk about it this morning. Over the next few weeks, and Roger, I'll just get you to push me, buddy. That's your job back there. Come on. Also, y'all watching online this morning, thank you so much. I appreciate your comments. Even right now, many of you can comment to us on Facebook and let us know what you're thinking. Say hello from wherever you're watching all across the country. I read them when I get home later in the afternoon. I love to see the impact that our ministry from Inglewood's making all over the country. Amen? Nova it, it, Scotia, Canada right now. Do what? Nova Scotia, Canada. I love that. People in Nova Scotia, Canada watching us this morning. Amen? That's great. I love that stuff. Beautiful. If failure does anything, it increases our what? One more time. Now, y'all got to wake up because that nice little song Mitt sang with Joel, it got us sleepy. Let's go get sleepy. Let's wake up. Here we go. If failure does what? It increases our what? When you fail, do you go, wow, wow, I'm really stronger and I'm happy now. No, you feel like a dog. Okay? That's how you feel. That's how you feel. Keep looking. The disciples failed in several ways. We just came through Easter and the cross and the resurrection. Well, wait a minute. But those guys are still here during that time. They're still on planet Earth. They didn't rise. They still got the Pharisees and the Romans and the Jewish people and the haters of the way which Jesus was teaching. They're still living here and running for their lives and scared for their life. Amen? Y'all hear me, yes or no? And that's how I think church is sometimes. We can come to church on Sunday morning, get all happy. And yet you have to go back home to the mess you live in. Like my mama had to. With a man who's horrible. I'm not saying you're in that situation. But I'm no fool to think that you're not. If my mama went through crap and hell, there's a lot of you listening today that are going through hell and crap in your life. That's called the world we live in. Okay? What do you do? What do you do? What do you do? That's where the disciples were. Jesus was risen. Oh, great. How about us? And he's got to get them. He's got to help them. Now, in the garden, he comes to the disciples. Before the cross, he finds them asleep. He says unto Peter, Could you not watch with me one hour? I just don't think he was all mamby-pamby. But you, you have your picture of Jesus like you want him. Okay? I know I wouldn't have been. Okay? So they couldn't stay awake. And they failed to stand up for him. So they couldn't even be there awake with him. And now they couldn't stand up for him when they're taking him away. We often hear of Peter. Peter denied the Lord. Peter denied the Lord. Why don't you get your theology straight with me this morning? But all this was done that the Scriptures of the prophets might be fulfilled. Say it with me. Then, say it with me. All the disciples forsook him and what? Okay, if you think Peter's a jerk, well, then they all were. You understand? 
Just because the Bible tells us what Peter did, don't think that the others didn't have their own stories. If every story of every person was written, how they reacted to Jesus or the miracles that he did, the libraries of the world couldn't contain the books. So we have what we have, and that's what we need. But all the disciples forsook him. Got it? Yes or no? Amen? So how about we not go so hard on one another on this earth? When we see somebody that's not doing the right thing or they've screwed up, instead of being holier than thou, now I'm not saying pacify them. Oh, I understand. It's okay. It ain't okay. But instead of castigating them, how about help them get up again? That's yes or no. Amen. Okay? Because we're like that. Not for the grace of God. There go I. Amen? Say. The disciples sat without. They stood without, the Bible says. They said without. It's all without, without, without. Look at it. Peter, he sat without the palace, and a damsel came unto him saying, just imagine all the disciples doing this in their own way, different locations. Thou was with Jesus of Galilee, but he denied them before them all, saying, I don't know what you're saying. And when he was going out into the porch, another maid saw him and said unto them that were there, This fellow over there, he was with Jesus of Nazareth. I saw him. And again, Peter denied, remember all of them did, with an oath. You know how we do with oaths, don't you? We talked a message not long ago about that, how we say, I swear. We double down so often on our lie. Y'all hear me, yes or no? So he doubled down with an oath. I swear. You know, a stack of Bibles on Mama's grave. I don't know him. I don't know the man. Wow. You call that on your back or what? Say, this on your back, Bubba. You go, you going to take, you going, you going to preach the gospel to the whole world and the whole world's going to be saved later because of you? I don't think so. Look like a bunch of losers to me. Y'all hearing me, yes or no? But now we're here today and the gospel's still being preached, so something must have happened to them. Because we're here, aren't we? And the message of Christ is stronger than ever. Are you hearing me? So how'd they do it? Well, they all checked out, though, here, though. They've all checked out. They all failed. They failed how? Miserably. You mean there's... Well, one denied him. I mean, one betrayed him. I'm sorry, Judas betrayed him. Okay, sold him. The other 11 denied him. And not one of them. Now, we give John some credit. John's at the cross with his mama. You remember that story and all that stuff? I get that. But don't, don't, don't think John is all that either. Okay? Now, thank God we got his, the Gospel of John. And we got the Epistles of John. We got the Book of Revelation, thankfully. But we got it because he got back on his feet again. He was not on his feet right here. Amen or oh me? We're just studying. The disciples' failure did not make them bolder. It made them more what? Than they'd ever been. Your failure and my failures are not going to make us bolder unless we learn through those failures some serious lessons. Amen, say. I tell Roger and the team sometimes, 
Like, for example, on sunrise service. Was I happy at sunrise service that we had no power out there? No, I was not a happy guy. It just meant I had to deal with the situation. Okay? And so I raised my voice, and I was happier than I was ever going to be, but inside I'm not happy. But I tell the team, it's good sometimes for things not to go the way we want them so that the folks can see us with struggle and with problems and they can see how we deal with stuff. Amen? If I get up there and moan and groan and you fill in the blank, okay? And I get up there, you listening? Or I go, and I quit because I'm a quitter. We're not going to do that. Yes or no? Say So failure is a good thing, or having problems in your life is a good thing if you learn through it, if you get back up again, if you persevere. Are y'all hearing me? Hope you're listening. It was all over for these jokers. Jesus had been brutally killed, and they thought they were what? (laughs) All right, Judas betrayed. So Judas is sort of like in the cool. He's betrayed. Okay, he's probably, you know... If anybody's going to get some cover from the, from, the, from the gang that butchered Jesus, it's going to be Judas. But those other 11, I bet they thought one thing. We next. Yes or no? Can you say we next? We, we next. Because of their failure and the reality of what had just happened to Jesus, the disciples could not have been more what? No way. No way. And you know, that's what fear does. Fear will so often lead us to making bad decisions. So what do you do in your fear? What do you do? Well, in their situation, they cut and run. Well, we want to learn from that, guys. That's why we have the Scripture. And so the beautiful thing is, when they're really down, they're flat on their back, they've been knocked out, they certainly aren't filled with the Holy Spirit. I'm going to tell you that right now. But they're normal. We need to quit putting the disciples up here. Quit putting other people up there too. Don't put me up there. I'm just like you are. I said in the second message last week, I get up in the morning and out of bed the same way you do in the morning. Think about that. Whatever you might struggle with in the morning, guess what? Good chance I got the same problems. You know why? We're normal, guys. Amen? These guys were normal, and they did what normal people do. They failed. And that's when the resurrected Jesus came to them. Amen? Say that with me. That's when the resurrected Jesus came. Now, here's my question. Is Jesus risen for us today? Yes or no? Yes or no? Is He seated at the right hand of God the Father where He ever lives to make intercession for us? Yes or no? See, now, that's the good news. That's the good news. Can I boldly enter the throne of grace? Does the Bible say I can boldly enter? Yes or no? It does. So that's the good news for us. Now see, these guys, they were sort of new at some of this resurrection stuff. Amen? (laughs) And so they struggled. And you're not going to struggle, but keep that in mind. How do I get back up again? From fear to faith. So we're learning the Bible, but we also want to learn about me today and you. And let's see what we can do. Then the same day at evening being the first day of the week. Somebody tell me what the first day of the week is. Take a wild guess. It's Sunday, baby. In this country, we forgot that. We think Monday's the first day of the week. It ain't. You hear me, yes or no? 
Sunday's the first day of the week. Always has been. We're worshiping the Lord on which day of the week? Somebody tell me. Sunday. Amen. We're here because that's, that's when the Lord rose. Early in the morning on the first day of the week. By the way, that's when He appeared to the disciples. When they're down and when they're all messed up. Don't you want Him to appear to you today? In your spirit today and through the Word today? Amen. Say, don't we want to start out our week with Jesus? Yes or no? That's why we have church on Sunday. Why not the Sabbath? I wouldn't be opposed to having a Saturday service. And one day at Fellowship Church, we will have a Saturday evening service. It's going to happen. But we're just going to hang on a little bit and we're going to get our ducks in a row. Amen? Say. But it will happen. How many would like that sometime, having a Saturday service? Can I do a quick, look at that, look at that. There's probably 50 of you in this room this morning. Good. That's good to know. Amen? Come on. But it was Sunday. And it was Sunday night. Then the same day at evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut. Isn't that what we do when we're scared to death? So we lock ourselves in a room. Where the disciples were assembled for what? Say it with me. For what? Fear of who? Now, the Jews are the religious leaders. Oh, no, we don't hurt nobody. Lie, lie, lie. No, they get other people to do the dirty work. Amen? And that's what the religious crowd did. They're not so afraid of the Romans. They're afraid of what the Jews are going to have the Romans do to them. Yes or no? So they're scared to death, locked up, and Jesus came, the resurrected Christ. Whoop! And he stood in the middle of them. And he said unto them, say it with me. Peace be unto Don't you want to know how to get off the back and get back up on your feet? I'm going to tell you something. Jesus will come to you. Matter of fact, He's already there. The Bible says this, Revelation 3.20. Talking to believers in the book of Revelation, actually. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man will open the door, I'll come into him and will sup with him and he with me. He's there. But we're laying like this. And he's knocking. But they were so down and out, he couldn't use the door. <laughs> you know what I mean? He could knock and they wouldn't have let him in. Because <laughs> they would think it's the Jews or the Romans trying to pound the door down. Jesus said, well, I can't knock on them because they're so scared and messed up. I ain't ever going to get in. So I'm just going to go, whoop. Y'all with me? So it was Sunday night and they're scared to death. Sunday night, how do you like starting your week off like that? On the first day of the week, scared to death. Amen? Say, come on, come on. That was them. Say that with me loud. Jesus what? Oh, that's a good line. Say, I wrote that in my office this week. Say it one more time. Jesus what? How you like that? Amen? Say, that's something you never want to forget when you're down, when you're on your back. Jesus, Jesus, step into my fear. How many have really been fearful before? I'm not talking about just scared of somebody going to hurt you, but just scared a lot, scared you going to hurt yourself even. Amen? How many have been like that before? Absolutely. Jesus. Say it with me again. Step into my... Invite Him into your fear. We're learning now. The learning's starting now. Here we go. He says these words. Say them with me. Peace be unto... Remember that. Hear His words. Step into my fear. Lord, let me hear you say. 
And he's saying that. He's saying it, but we're so scared. We're so knocked out. We're so fearful and full of failing that we can't even hear his voice anymore so many times. He's saying, peace be unto you. Keep looking. What does that word mean to me? And this is me thinking about the disciples. It's me thinking about my own life. What do those words, peace be unto you, mean? Here's what they mean to me. I'm not angry with you. Yeah, but I didn't wake up when you told me to. And I denied you to this woman and that woman and everybody, and I cut you know what Jesus says? I'm not angry with you. Now Satan will do the other. He'll say you're no good. He doesn't love you. You're going to burn in hell. You'll never make it. You're a loser. What does the word peace be unto you? Guys, we've got to get to rubber where it starts hitting the road. Peace be unto you. That sounds a little too like ethereal to me. I can't get it. So I had to think of what that meant. It means, Gary, I'm not angry with you. Is that pretty cool or what? We're talking about getting back up on your feet again. Oh, man, what does this word peace be unto you mean to me? Say it with me, three words. I love you. There was a time in my life where I'd been betrayed, hurt, didn't even want to live. Because that pain was so great. Many of you know that pain. And I tell people, there was one person that loved me more than anything. It was my mother. But mama had been murdered. Mama's in heaven. But you know, I've still always been able to hear my mother's voice. I'm not talking about Gary, no. But in my heart and in my spirit... And I know that what the Bible teaches. Mom's right there watching us this morning. She's enjoying the message already. She said, you better listen to him. But I was so down and defeated that I couldn't even hear my own mother's voice. Do y'all know what I'm talking about or not? I know that's a little weird. And that's sad. To think you don't matter, that you can't hear the voice still in your heart of somebody that loved you more than anything and that actually I believe she gave her life for me to save me from being shot to death. She left Inglewood, Florida after a phone call because my stepdad had called here saying he's going to kill me and my wife and the children. My mother gets on a plane, goes back home and is gunned down. I should never, ever not hear the voice of my mother's love. Y'all agree with that, yes or no? But mama's just a human. <laughs> Here's the Son of God who gave himself for us. He died on the cross. He rose to the dead. He took our beating, everything. The worst thing we can ever do is not hear his voice. Y'all hear me today or not? I'm not angry with you. Hear him say that to you today. I love you. Y'all hear me or not? Hope you're listening. You might say, I'm good today. Gary ain't on my back. You better have your ears open today. Because if you're like me and most people in this room, you're going to be on your back again. 
And you're going to need to hear peace, but you're going to need to more hear than just peace, be still. You're going to need to hear, I'm not angry with you and I love you. Got it? Let's keep moving then. If I don't get anything else done, we did a lot, that right there. When he had so said, he showed them his what? We're so dense, we're so hard-headed, we're so beat down, we beat ourselves up to a pulp. This is how we are. He said that to them, but that won't enough. You know what he had to do? Hey, look! And we see it like, here are my hands. Maybe he shoved them right in their face. We don't know. Amen? Say. That's how I, that's how I am. Okay, okay. <laughs> I lack faith so often to you. I do. But thank the Lord He'll come to us in our mess. Amen. Aren't you glad of that? Can we just thank Him for that? Let's just stop and just say thank you, Lord. Thank you. Woo! Amen. So He showed Him His hands. He showed Him His side. Say it with me. Now here they're fearful, wanting to die. They're locked in a room. And say that last part with me in blue. Say it with me. The disciples were what? Glad when they what? When I'm on my back. I need to see the Lord. And guys, I'm not trying to get in a spooky zone. Y'all know how I feel about the spooky, the crazy mess that people teach. But I will tell you something right now. You look with eyes of faith, and you can see the Lord. I know I'm late, buddy. He's flashing lights, and it ain't even over yet. That means he knows something you and I don't. There's a lot left. (laughs) It's okay. I'll make it with what I make it today. Y'all hear me? We can see the Lord by faith. When you get down, do you disbelieve the Bible? When you get on your back, do you, do you no longer believe that Jesus died for you on the cross? He rose from the dead. Do you no longer believe that the Bible's true? Well, listen, that can happen. You've got to fight that with everything inside of you. Because if you win that fight right there, you will see the Lord. You hear me? You've got to keep your faith. And so he appealed right to what they needed. He showed himself to them, and they saw the Lord. And the Bible says they were what? G-L-A-D. They were what? Glad. Then said Jesus to them again, 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 again. Say it with me. Peace be unto you. Now, didn't he just say that a minute ago? Sure. And he says it again. You know why? Because they're men And there's other people with them in that room too, though. But they're hard-headed. And we think we're no good. And we think we don't matter. And we think we don't have any value. And so Jesus has to keep hammering us. Amen? Now, here's the beautiful thing. If you'll start hammering yourself, you'll get ahead, baby. Amen? That's why I have you say, I matter. Say it with me. I I have value. Say it with me. I have... We're not a... We're not a... uh, uh, positive thinking church here. This isn't just, ooh, we just we, I have value, I matter, I, I, I have value, I'll go to heaven. No, you won't. You're going to split hell wide open. You must be born again. You must believe Jesus died on the cross for you. You must believe in Him and, and all other ways are dead ends. You must come to that place. But when you get there, hush your stinking mouth and start knowing, what?
Amen. Say, come on. I talk like I've been there, ain't I? Oh, I've been there. Y'all hear me? I relate to these guys. I'm glad Jesus chose fishermen because it makes me feel like I can understand better why He chose me. Amen. If He had just chose the highfalutin and religious and fancy folk, I'd never thought I had a dog's chance. He knew that, didn't He? Then said Jesus to them again, Peace be unto you as my Father has sent me, even so send I you. What's He saying? I'm here with you. When you're on your back, I'm not angry with you. I love you. He comes back again, I am here with you. You're not alone on that floor. You're not alone on that floor. You're not alone on that floor. No! I'm with you. This is how you get back on your feet. You've got to see this. You've got to say this. You've got to believe it. See it, say it, believe it. You've got to. Oh, man, one of the biggest lines. Man, I think it's huge right here. Say that in the blue with me pretty loud. I still believe in you. I got a friend that prays with me, and I love him. His name is Tony Mangone. And Tony actually goes to another church. But Tony's been in our church for years. He serves the Lord in different ways throughout our community. I love Tony. Usually without failing, Tony prays with me every week. And I love what Tony says in his prayer so often. He says, thank you, Lord, for believing in us. What a great line. Thank you, Lord, for trusting us. Did you know he told us to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature? Did you know that if we don't share the gospel most likely people are going to go into eternity lost. And who do you give that responsibility to? Guess who? Say it. Us. You know why he did that? Because he believes in you. He trusts you. We're always thinking, I need to trust the Lord. I need to believe in the Lord. But we're made in His image and in His likeness. And yes, that's absolutely true. You must believe in Him and you must trust in Him. But you know, since we're made in His image, guess who also believes? And guess who also trusts? God does. God trusts me. Now that is crazy, ain't it? You mean God trusts you, Clark? He does. Now when I screw up, or I'm not doing the right thing, that's never Him. And that's when I let Him down. But I don't let Him down because He didn't trust me. I don't let him down because he didn't believe in me. I let him down because I don't see how he trusts me. And I don't see how he believes in me. Did I lose you or not? Isn't that a big deal, yes or no? And that's what Tony has taught me over the years. In my prayer time, and boy, I'm thick-headed. I'm slow to learn. But I keep hearing, he said it this morning when he prayed with me. Thank you for trusting us, Lord. You know what else God does? He trusts to give us jobs. Let us live in the greatest country on this planet. He trusts us with income to support His ministry and to reach people for Christ. He trusts us. He's not going to browbeat us into it. You know He's not going to take your house away, most likely, if you don't give to Him. Nah. You're going to get to keep your house and your car and do whatever you want to probably in life. But you're the one who lost. 
and other people lost because you didn't do what God said. You hear me, yes or no? Is that too hard on you this morning or not? Start hearing him talk. little crazy message. I like it, though. The disciples were supposed to be leaders, guys. But they were a wreck. I said that recently in a message. I said, I'm a wreck. And y'all gap. <gasps> Don't I get to be a wreck, too? Just being honest. I used to like my father-in-law, who years ago, he was a pastor, and I loved him. He would say this, angels don't mow my grass. <laughs> that was his way to say he was a normal human being, and he had problems like everybody else has. But he says, hey, angels don't mow my grass. And I just love that. Old, he was a country preacher, but I love that old line. That was his way of saying, I got problems and responsibilities just like everybody else. Amen? And so do I. I need this message today. And when he had said this, say that with me. He what? He what? <sighs> Roger, I might not make it, but pass this. This is it, buddy. Jesus breathed on him. This is the air I breathe. Did you hear the song this morning? This is the air I breathe. Your holy presence living in me. They had lost his breath. He comes into that room. I'm not angry with you. I love you. I am with you. I'm not going to leave you. I believe in you. And then he, he breathed on them. You know, that can mean a lot of things. But one thing I like to see is I like to see Jesus close to them. You know when somebody breathes on you? Danny did it last night. She gets right in my face. My little six-year-old breathes on me. Breath stunk. <laughs> and she just brushed her teeth. You know what that means? She didn't do a good job. Get back in there and brush your teeth. Your breath stinks. I told her, she's like, I can see Jesus close to the disciples. So often we're on our back and we think He's far away. That's why we don't get back up. We think He doesn't. He's angry with us. He doesn't love us anymore. He certainly doesn't believe in me. And He's a long way off. But He's not. He's right there. Let him breathe on you. I know this is a little crazy, ain't it? Gary said, let Jesus breathe on you today. I am. <laughs> the fact of the matter is, he is. He is. But we don't feel it. We don't see it. Because we're so broken. To have to experience that breath of God again. That breath that breathed into me the breath of life. And man became a living soul. Look at it. That breath. Did you know you're breathing right now? Do it with me. Can you do that on your own? No. Your breath stops you deader than a hammer. As long as I got breath, I got a chance. I love an old scripture in the Old Testament. It says, better, 
better as a living dog than a dead lion. You might feel like you're a dog. You might feel like you're down, you're beaten up. Let me tell you something right now. I'd rather be a, a living dog that's scrawny and nasty and still breathing <laughs> than a pretty old dead lion laying over there with his pretty old head and his mane and all that mess. He's dead. As long as you're alive, you can get up. Did you hear me say? And we're done because I'm out of time. Roger, you're just really upset with me, aren't you? It's good it's dark back there. I can't see your facial expressions. So, Rog, we got way too much to do, don't we? Give me one more. Go ahead. Throw me another pitch from fear to faith. Come on. Where you at? You were at the end, weren't you? Say it with me. These boys were what? Lifeless. Come on. Let's push. Receive the Holy Spirit, Jesus said. Receive the Holy Spirit. Without the filling of the Holy Spirit, they would not and could not be effective for the Lord. But remember, this was before Acts 1, verse 8. This was before Acts 2, before the Holy Spirit came. Okay? But let me say something. They had Jesus. And when you got Jesus, you got God. Amen? Say You got God. That's why I disagree with people. And you can fuss at me. You know, fuss at me because they ain't going to do any good. But I don't believe there's these different things. I believe when you put your faith in Jesus Christ and you accept Him as Lord and Savior, you got Jesus. And you got the Holy Spirit. You don't have to get in a frenzy or like I see on TV, come down front and receive the Holy Spirit. Well, that's funny. Wouldn't that be nice if that's how it was? Yes or no? Come on, you going to go home with me, preacher man? When I get down and when I, when I lose Him, when you got God, you got everything. Did you hear me? Yes or no? Now, now, yeah, praise the Lord. You ought to praise the Lord for that. Listen, that does not mean that we don't quench the Spirit. That does not mean we don't feel His breath. That does not mean that we don't go stupid on Him. And we start being lifeless and powerless. We do. But it's not because He stopped breathing. Yes or no? He's still breathing on me. I just got to get up. And experience him. That ain't too kooky to me. They were lifeless. Say that with me. This is a little quote I wrote this week, and I am going to be famous one day. It's going to happen. Here it is. Say it with me. If I want to begin again, I need to breathe him in. Say it with me. If I want to begin again, I need to breathe him in. One more time. If I, listen, if I want to begin again, I need to breathe them in. So many people fail and they're on their back, but they get up on their own two feet. That's not what I'm teaching here today. Don't get up on your own two feet. You get up because you know He is not angry with you, because He loves you, He is with you, He believes in you. You don't get up just believing in yourself. Y'all hear me, yes or no? That's probably what got you on your back in the first place. Get up because He's with me. He will never leave me nor forsake me. He loved me first and He never stopped. Amen? Beautiful. I love this. Raj, we're done. I like that ending. By the way, if you want to check this out a little further, you can maybe go online, check it out. If you'll put that PowerPoint up, we need to do that so they can look at it. But he comes again with Thomas there because Thomas wasn't there, remember? 
Doubting Thomas, remember? He comes again. That's how much Jesus thought of all of them. He came back for Thomas. And Thomas said, I won't believe till I see his hands and I can stick my finger in the hole. And Jesus came back and said, here's my hands. But then Jesus said this incredible verse. I just want to share it with you and I'm done. He said, blessed are those who have not seen and yet believe. Now guys, in living color, best I could today, I showed you that you can get up again. And we showed you out of real jokers, folks, that he wasn't angry with them. He loved them. He was with them. He believed in them. He was close to them. He was right there. But still, when it comes down to it, you have to make the decision. It's called repentance. And repentance isn't always turning from like drugs and alcohol and wild women. Most repentance is getting back up. Most repentance is because we're negative and we're down and we think we can't. And we have to turn from that crap, excuse my language, that kind of crazy believing, and turn around and face Him and go, wow, you were there all the time. Amen? Did we get it today? I think we did. Let's praise the Lord. I thought it was pretty good. I think we did all right. Amen. Amen. Good, 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 good. There was a lot more there, but that's okay. How much do you need? Come on, let's get on up. Praise the Lord. Come on. (laughs) It's going to be three in the afternoon if I don't hush.